Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome to the exciting part five conclusion of Bloodsport. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. So thanks very much. And here we go to wrap up part five of Bloodsport. But then he starts to have his flashbacks. And honestly, I was critically looking at this saying, hey, maybe this is going a bit too long. But then I was like, yep. I don't know. I think it kind of works. Like he's flashing back to all of the bondage that he went through with his <laughs> torture porn that he went his through. torture porn with his master. I think it's really I, I think it's good. I feel it goes a little too long, but I'm like, you know what? I think they're just they're just cashing in a check that they wrote at the beginning of the film and they're just trying to get the yes. most out of it. That's exactly what they're doing. I think it's also a bit of there's time compression going on here. He's not actually in the middle of the ring for as long as it seems like he is. This is this is Hercules putting on his ring. Yes, everybody stops while he does it. Right? Everything stops, everybody's on pause. Professor X came in and shut and shut everything down for 15 seconds while yeah. Van Damme figures out how to see. <laughs> yeah. And uh yeah, oh, he wait, catches can, Bolo's arm. I can fight him. without my eyes. I learned that trick. I know this. I know this. I know Kung Fu. And yeah, he starts to fight. Bolo throws the ref at him, which I liked. And Van Damme grabs and is like, you're wearing a shirt. You're not the guy I want to punch. And yeah, well, you've got a guy that's probably like, I don't know, 12 to 14 shades darker than, uh, than Bolo <laughs> Young. Plus, he's wearing like a fucking, you know, set of silk pajamas. So, And he's 70 pounds lighter. Yeah, 70 pounds lighter. No headband. He doesn't have titties the size of fucking trash can lids. And then we get the weird helicopter kick thing yeah. that Van Damme does, like where he like spins his leg like a crescent kick, kind of like four times across the ring. Yeah, or he's like helicoptering his cock as he fucking goes <laughs> on the attack. Stop my cock spin! Stop it! And he does the boss rootin' jump over Bolo, who just does a dive roll under Van Damme. Mm. And then we get the four split helicopter kick things in a row here which yeah. are, look man is it repetitive yes should they have done it four times i don't know but fuck it's good for this movie fuck it yeah and that's like i don't know this movie is constructed so well and shot so well and like van damme's got so much charisma and the music is pumping so i forget like 
Oh my god, he just did four fucking helicopter kicks in a row? Eh, fuck yeah. it, yeah, it was glorious. I, I, go for five. Go for five, Jean-Claude. <laughs> go for another one. I'm, I'm, I'm into this movie, this cheesy fucking movie. Well, at this point, it's Rocky. You know, where he's just, he's letting the guy beat the shit out of him, and then he's beating the shit out of the other guy. Yes. In a completely non-realistic way. But it works. Yeah, like Rocky Three when he's walking straight at Mr. T with his hands down going, come on, hit me in the face. And Mr. T does. <laughs> and his fucking neck breaks. And Rocky gets back up. He's like, come on, champ. Ain't so bad. It's like, nah, man, you cannot do that in real life. But no, you're dead. <laughs> you'd, you'd literally be dead. You'd be dead, man. So, yeah, he makes uh, he makes Chong Lee say mate. Takes back Jackson's headband. Gets the, the sword all, everybody's cheering now. Everybody's happy. Janice yeah. is happy. The cops are happy. Everybody's happy. We get the what could have been the end. This is for you, Shidoshi. But nope. Nice little honor. And then fucking Jackson in the hospital bed. You stomped him real good, huh? <laughs> yeah, drinking a beer again. Drinking a beer in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> this is where we get the weird, very touching, very emotional. Here's your headband Here's back. Your headband and back. And he says, Do you want to make out? Like, <laughs> Do you want to kind of tongue kiss a little bit? Yeah. That'd be great. But he gives, yeah, he gives him his headband back, and Jackson says, any, what does he say? Anytime, any place, anywhere. Yeah. Any place and anywhere, anywhere is the same, same thing. thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> but the sentiment, I get it, you know. Unless, and Janice is like, no, oh, touching unless, moment between the two boys, no. Unless he was like, anytime, anywhere, any place, I'll put my dick. Like, maybe he was... <laughs> I will take it out for you. I will. I will whip it out, Frank. <laughs> yeah, they have they have kind of like they had kind of a a friendly relationship, but then all of a sudden it's just like like he fucking like when Chuck saved all those POWs in the fucking missing in action films, right? He's got that sort yeah. of gratitude. Thank you for my Harley Davidson headband back. It was six ninety nine. Yeah. I literally stole it from a girl that I <laughs> had on the back of my bike for about <laughs> a week. On the back of my bike, yeah. So these, the two cops now are bringing Frank back, but Frank tricked them. He's already on the plane. They were waiting for him, but he was already there, man. <laughs> I didn't, you know? He's such a cad. What a cad. What a cad. And the cops go in, and now we get Janice showing up to give her little symbolic kumite pose goodbye, and Frank does the same thing, and then we get the weird little outro of all the bullshit about Frank Dukes. Yeah, yeah. Which is a little much. It is a little much. Back in the day, you were like, Frank Dukes is a badass. Look at him. Oh, my God. He won all these fights. He's a heavyweight. Kumite. The Kumite is a real thing, man. It's a real thing. Frank Dukes won it all the time. He really did. He won 56 matches. have the internet now, Frank. He won 56 matches in a row. Uh, No, you didn't. No, he didn't. Nobody won. Nobody did that. (laughs) And they have... Frank Dukes still holds four records. The the fucking... They have the fastest knockout. They have the fastest... Punch with a knockout at 0.12 seconds. 0.12 like, seconds. Are, 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 do they just have a fucking radar gun pointed at everybody yes. all the yes. time to clock that shit? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah, What the fuck <laughs> so is the stupid. matter with you? Your lies don't even make any sort of sense, sir. No, no, he has the most consecutive knockouts in a single tournament at 56. So how do you... That's not even fucking possible. Like... Yeah, well, no, nothing. It, let's okay. Let's say this was real, and he fought fifty six fights in a single tournament over the course of fucking eighty years. He knocked out everybody. There wasn't one fucking decision. 
Well, he says most. Like, fuck off, it's man. It's worded like most knockouts in a tournament at 56. So maybe he won, like, I don't know, 5,000 matches and 56 by knockout in this one tournament, which is, again, just a steaming pile of bullshit. It's a steaming pile of bullshit. And, like, I don't get how they say here. They say the fastest punched with a knockout was 0.12 seconds, and the fastest kick with a knockout was 72 miles per hour. Yes, like, why yes. is one in seconds and one in miles per hour? What the fuck are you talking about? What in the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. But, you know, we bought it back in the day. But now, like... Yeah. How many, you know, how, many, we, how many guys did you fight that weekend? 72 miles an hour? Okay, good enough for me. Yeah. Let's put it in All the right. end credits. Yep. Kick to the credits. Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> I'd like some eggs. Yeah. And that's a fucking wrap on Bloodsport, homie. Yeah, yeah. So, I loved it. Fuck yeah. That's, this is a fucking great movie. As, as as much as we laugh at it, it's a classic movie for a reason. Yeah, but so, I, I, fuck laugh yeah, man. I laugh at it because I'm enjoying myself, right? You know, like, yes. I'm really having a good time watching this film the bad acting there's a lot of bad acting in it like when we had you know why did you become a reporter <laughs> what does that got to do with anything just answer the question my father was a reporter i was a good writer i you know it seemed like the right thing to do and you want to be the best reporter you can be for you and for him like it's just like fuck off like what's this scene what's this scene going for yeah it, it, like we said with some of the other movies that we've done, like with Steven Seagal movies, for example, it's cheesy and stupid and we laugh at it, but that enhances the enjoyment of the movie. So it's it fine. It really does. Right? So it's good. Um, all right. So let's talk. Let's talk categories. Let's start with soundtrack. I'm giving it five fists out of five. I think that this soundtrack, <laughs> the soundtrack is great. The Foley is great. And the way that they use the soundtrack and Foley throughout the fights, I think is perfect. I, I think they did a really, really good job with this. And I can't think of a film that did it significantly better. Mortal Kombat 95, I gave that 5 out of 5. This, I'm giving 5 out of 5. Yeah, it's really good, man. I'm going to go, yeah, fuck, I'm, I'm debating if I got to go 4.5 or 5 because it's, it's, it's really good. Like, Fight to Survive is fucking... It's a great song. Like, it fits this movie. It's cheesy. It's 80s. It's great. So, yeah, I I, I gotta go five out of five. Five fists out of five fists for the soundtrack and Foley on this movie. The soundtrack's great. The songs that were written for the movie are great. You laugh at them, but you're laughing because yeah. it's so it, it so cheesily fits this movie that it's it's tremendous. Like the fact that the that the chorus is I fight to survive and then it's like kumate 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 kumate. <laughs> right? Like there's background <laughs> there's background singers just going kumate kumate. Like <laughs> fuck, it's getting 5 out of 5 from me, so <laughs> <laughs> just for that. It's it's fucking fantastic. All right, uh what about acting? Across the board, the acting is really fucking corny i'm gonna give it 3.5 fists out of five the yep. best acting in the film is uh senzo tanaka he's clearly the like the best serious actor in the film yeah and i think van damme is cheesy but in a good way i think jackson's cheesy but in a good way so i have a i have a lot of fun with it so i'm gonna give it 3.5 fists out of five for acting 
nothing's perfect in this film, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a tremendous amount of fun. Early Jean-Claude Van Damme, it's cheesy, it's over the top, but it it's it kind of has to be for this movie. So it fits. It everything kind of came together in this perfect storm of of dripping cheese. So I, I totally agree that Roy Chow is the best actor in the movie and he has the best scene in the movie, which we talked about earlier. Everybody else kind of fills in. I mean, Forrest is tremendous. Forrest Whitaker is tremendous. He's he's lighthearted, he's fun, and he's super relaxed in the whole movie, which is great. And uh, I really dig it, man. I like the I like it. I gotta go. I'm gonna go three point five fists out of five for acting on this. And then for martial arts, martial arts in this film, like <sighs> I am gonna go five out of five. Okay, I'm going five out of five for martial arts. Even though the martial arts in this are are fake and corny, I think they're just really exciting and they're really entertaining. And we have a mix of different styles, and I think it fits the story of the movie because it's like all these different style, like the opening shot, all these different styles of people all over the world from different classes. You got, you know, rich guys with Bentleys in the background. And then you got little guys wearing grape leaves in a tree, chopping <laughs> coconuts. I, 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 I have to give it five out of five. It's may seem high, but it's incredibly entertaining what they do with this. So that's where I stand. Yeah. I mean, it's a classic for a reason. I'm going to go down one half point. I'm going to go 4.5 fists out of five. Just because there's a couple. I mean, the budget. Listen, the budget on this was $1.1 million. So That's it amazing did, what they did. Right? For that budget, this movie looks great. And, you know, I, I, there's a couple of parts where there's obvious misses. And there's a couple mm -hmm. times where the guy gets kicked in one direction and he goes flying and goes in the, the other, other direction. You yes. Know? Yes. That they could have just reshot that particular thing. But, you know, on the budget, maybe they didn't have time. They couldn't do it, whatever it was. But I, I will drop it a half point for that. But, man, mm -hmm. for everything else, this movie gets you going. It gets you pumped up. You leave the theater wanting to throw down with somebody and wanting to yes. learn how to fight. Like, that's what a yeah. martial arts movie's supposed to do, man. That's the whole point yeah. of it. So, yeah, a high, high, high score. 4.5 fists out of 5 on martial arts. Um, would Samo Hung make this movie better somewhere? I think if you were trying to make this film under a different tone, I think he definitely would. I don't know the answer to this, but it's to me, this film appears like, look at what Jean-Claude Van Damme can do. Let's just say that Frank Dukes did all that. And let's have him do those helicopter kicks, those 360 kicks. Let's just really showcase this young man's talent, acrobatics, and have a good time. So I I would not put Samuel Hung in this film to make it better, just because I think that this one has a unique tone of its own and should be left alone. Yeah, I think if Samuel was in this, he would take the focus off because he's so good. If you subbed him in for any of the other fighters in the tournament, people would look and go, oh, my God, that's Sammo Hung. And I think you know, so, yeah. You know what he can do, and it would pull the focus off of Van Damme. And this is this is a Van Damme. This is make Van Damme a star vehicle. That's the whole point of this movie. Mm. This is, you know, this did for Van Damme what From Dusk Till Dawn did for Clooney. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, Terminator did for Schwarzenegger. Right. You know what I mean? Like, this was his movie to to blow him up and make him into what he has become. 
And I think throwing Samo in there would would kind of mess that up a little bit. So yeah, I'm the same I think way. yeah, in in a way that would be more distracting, I think, cuz you know, you'd be focused on cuz he's got such great screen presence too, right? Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Would you put William Hung in here anywhere? Yeah, I'd put him as the guy that mopped the ring up and stole Buddy's gold tooth. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great spot for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, would, I would like to put him in as the uh, the doctor that's taken the pulse all wrong. Oh, my fuck. That With the stethoscope. Was amazing. <laughs> I yeah. would like to put him in there as that. I have no formal training in medica- medication, medicine, medi- what's the word? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have any formal training in this. I'd put him in as that. I think that'd be funny. Funny little spot. Doctor, for that's not a stethoscope. That's a rectal thermometer. Oh, no. Some <laughs> asshole has my pen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Well, that is a goddamn wrap on a blood spot. Yeah, a really fun film. Uh, really happy to go back to it. And it really holds up the way I remembered it. There was no real... No real major surprises, no real major changes in the way that I feel about this film today compared to how I felt when I was 17 when I first saw it. No, this is a tremendous movie. It's well worth a watch. I'm sure everybody, if you're listening to this, you have seen Bloodsport probably multiple, multiple times. So hopefully you enjoyed the talk through here. Coming up next in season three of You Have Offended This Podcast. We're going to go back in time a little bit, Chad. We're going from 1988, we're going all the way back to 1973 for an extremely influential film called Lady Snowblood. Yeah, man. This is exciting. This is a, you know, this is a big influence on Tarantino for the Kill Bill movies. I'm really excited to, to sit down and go through this one. I really want to do this one, and then I'm really excited to jump into uh, Yes, Madam. We've got... Um a few female-led films this season, and they're exceptional, and ex- I'm, I'm very excited to jump in. Yeah, man, this is going to be great. This season is, is stacked with some good movies, so if you, want to, uh, if you want to subscribe, now's the time to do it, because we're going to have some cool-ass movies this, this season. Coming up next, 1973's Lady Snowblood on You Have Offended This Podcast. 